and Redmond are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Hey everyone, this is Simo and welcome to number 40 of our Thong Slapper short story series we call To The 60. Coming up today, it's number 2, the second of our Moot Rocket specials. This is of course Brett Abraham, who most of you will know runs the Car 35 EH Holden Bash Car. So uh, here we go, Redmond's going to have a chat to him to tell us more about not only the EH he's got, but also the fundraising he does for the Variety Foundation. So we hope you enjoy it and chat to you soon. See ya. Hey Brett, thanks for answering buddy, what's going on? Oh, mate, just chewing down the last bit of my lunch. Yeah, same here. What'd you have? Shepherd's pie. A bit of leftover shepherd's pie from last night. Oh, that's fucking a pretty flash work lunch, eh? I had a fucking Red Bull, a uh, Barocca, <laughs> and a coffee. <laughs> you should be charged for work, then. Oh, I stand by my fucking decision. <laughs> hey, w- welcome back to the Thong Slappers, Australia's first nanny dedicated streetcar podcast. Good to be back, mate. Well, you've been selected to bring your moot rocket on board and show us. Absolutely. If anyone hasn't seen it, they're going to see it. Yeah, we'll post up some more pictures. So uh, what we do, this is just to explain, this is a part of the To The 60 short series, short podcast series, where we bring uh, one of our moots on and talk about their car, talk about their projects, have a quick yat. And it's a bit of a tribute to Simon, the skipper's other page on Facebook called Legends in Lunchtime. So I get, uh, of course, we all text, we email, we speak to each other, we post stuff. But I'm really keen on just ringing at people. It goes about two or three weeks of texting someone. I just give them a call so we can have a quick half-hour chat. So I, as my legend in lunch times, I'm not going to bring in any bolts or make a gasket or do anything like that. I'm going to actually just ring one of you guys. We'll have a quick chat. I'll send you out a sticker because your car is a moot rocket. Nice. Tell us what your car is, Brett, please. I have a 1964 EH Holden sedan. Been around... Obviously, since 1964, but it's been a variety bash car since 86. Yeah, it's raised, don't know how much money, but they're, you know, big, big numbers, six figures. Um, yeah, and continues to do that today. Of course, that's car 35 at the New South Wales Variety Bash. It's the e-horse, as we call it here. And you've been with us uh, the Thong Slappers just about, I'd say, from the first week, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yep, from... Day one, I remember you telling me that you were starting some podcast caper, and I had no idea what that was. Since learnt, and yeah, I'm podcast fanatic now. Listen to them every day on the way to and from work. Got an hour trip each way, and yeah, all sorts of podcasts I get into now. It's funny we work in the same industry in different states, but how we met was through eBay. You were selling some street <laughs> machine magazines, and I bought. Three magazines, 18 months apart. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, yeah, no, I don't think you bought one to start with. You just contacted me telling me that you wanted to buy some, but I never heard back from you for, I reckon it was at least 18 months, if not two years. And then, yeah, well, you wanted, yeah. you wanted four bucks each, and they were clearly worth three bucks. I just thought I'll sit on it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, oh, there was a bit of a backstory there. I've been buying the mag myself since about the middle 80s, something like that, and... I don't know, just a couple of years ago, I was, oh no, it was about six or seven years ago, I decided that I wanted the earlier ones and including the Van Wheels ones. So hunted around and found them, but I had a, he wanted to sell it as a job lot, like a heap of them. So I bought ones that I already had, doubles of, and, um, and I thought, well, well I'm just going to sell them on to someone else to complete their collection. And yeah, along you came. Tell us about your EH, your E Horse. E Horse, E Horse. Uh, from front to back, it's modified all over the place. Some of it for variety bashing, and some of it just because I like street cars. It's 
got a V6 Commodore engine out of a VR, matching five-speed. Uh, it's had chassis rails and strengthening kit. It's got a VL Borgwarner Commodore diff, limited slip, four-wheel disc brakes, Commodore on the rear, and it's a HQ setup on the front. HT front end in it, which a lot of people scratch their heads about. But, yeah, it's a lot wider track, um, which is a really good thing for what we do on dirt. Um, guards and everything have been pumped to suit the extra track. Um, Six-point roll cage, power steering out of a VR Commodore. Um, uh, Recaro bucket seats, harnesses. Yeah, good stuff, good thing. What I like about it in particular, one of my favourite things is the livery. Talk us through the livery. Yeah, it runs kind of a motorsport theme. It's got it's a blend of um, like HRT's logos and colours. Um, it, it's a different. It fades a different red from front to back on top of the white. Sort of GT stripes up over the roof with the number plate blended into that. You know, variety bashing. It's all about your car number. It's sort of similar to supercars. Your car numbers pretty important that's how we know each other basically over the two-way and eventually you just know each other by car number um so yeah my rego is my car number and yeah continued that on into the um livery on the car yeah it's it's a great looking street car apart from being a new south wales variety bash car like it doesn't have dinosaurs or fucking nemo on it or any of that it actually (laughs) looks like a really good street car and it's so neat and when i look at it i don't want to accuse you of being ocd Oh, fuck. No, no, hold on. Yes, I do. You're fucking OCD, but it, it does the car good. It's awesome. Yeah, look, I, you know, it is, a lot of people don't think that I would variety bash it and don't even take it on dirt. They look at the car and they say, no way, you wouldn't, Ben. Look, honestly, on 51 weeks of the year, I keep it as tidy as I possibly can. And then one week of the year, I, um, yeah, I belt it up on the dirt and come home and repair it again. But, you know, it, um, you know, day one, even I go, oh, shit, what am I doing to this car? But then, you know, once you're into it, you know what you're doing it for. And, you know, by day three or four, you, you're just on and the car's filthy by then. And well, if it's good to, fun. If you were to think about the roads in 1964, you know, to 1970, when that thing was current model, when it was a taxi, when it was a, a passenger car, a family car, probably a, a pretty tough old car along the lines of a Charger, Kingswood, you know, that, that style of car. So it's not as if it's a... Uh, what what is the front construction? Uh, how does the, is the front end bolt in, or is it a, a monocoque? Yeah, no, it's bolt in in an EH. Um, mm. Most people put a HR front end in. Um, this one had a HR front end in it back in the day, um, and in around early two thousands, before my time, that came out, um, and a HT front end in went in. It's all been braced and plated and everything else as well to make it stronger like in the early 2000s it had already been a bash car for 15 years and they'd learnt you know the weak spots of everything and updated it and that's when the v6 went in as well um it was a vn v6 originally i've changed it over to a vr it's a little bit different in some areas and a little bit better engine but yeah so you know the car's basically indestructible now as long as we don't scratch the panels or dent them um yeah it'll go forever I think there's some stuff about the performance of the car being a V6, being a five-speed, having the good ratio, different, the good wheels and tyres, in fact. But the most incredible uh, ability of its performance for me is it gets money to Australian children via a charity. That is a phenomenal performance from a street car. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and 
you know, you've watched that Eric Banner um, movie as well where they talk about his car as a campfire and how all his mates gather around the campfire. That's something else for the that's dear to me about the car. Like pretty much every week I'm talking to someone or every day I'm talking to someone about bashing, about EHs, about street cars. You know, I'm talking to you guys uh, and you read all the time about, you know, cars. And that's something that I just love. I absolutely love that. And, you know, the other massive prong to the, to the story is that it does raise a lot of money. You know, I've had the car eight years. Jeez, I can't even, I don't even know what I've raised. I've raised about 120 grand or something in that time. You know, and the thong slappers, you guys have come along in the last two years and there's a number there of about $3,000 that we've raised. I do want to um, post that up shortly and with what, you know, especially you, Red, you've driven it hard and, and the guys have got behind you and, Obviously, the chain lid is doing the circles now, and look at the fun that that's created. We've had mutts meet up that would never have met up before, and all those little things are just a flow on from, you know, this EH Holden. It's unreal. I love it. How great is that? We decided to get a 1985 May copy of Street Machine with HQ for you on the front cover and decided to send it amongst our friends, and everybody could sign it, and we just asked people to pay the cover cost. So it was two dollars eighty back in eighty five. Not one single person paid two dollars eighty. Every, <laughs> everybody just killed it. And yeah. uh, saying that the thong slappers raised that money is not quite true. I think it's probably closer to the mutts, the followers, and the people yeah. that there. They really put their hand in their pocket, and it's we're something we're going to continue to do as well. Yeah, mate. Some people blew me away with their donations. Like, you know, I don't want to put numbers on people's names, but you know, there was plenty of people that donated three figures, um, which, you know, when you see it pop up in the account, you go, wow, how cool is this? Like, it's awesome. And, and you know, I'll give these guys a, a personal shout-out, um, public shout-outs, and, you know, there's some other little things that I'm going to do to thank these people in a, in a big way as well. Like, it's it's massively appreciated. Uh, it goes to a great cause. I see where the money goes, um, and I, I do need to drive a little bit more of that on on the um, Facebook page and the Instagram page I run for the car, um, just so that people can see where the money goes. Like, it really is touching when you see some of these poor buggers out there struggling and what variety can come along and help them with, make their life a bit easier. It's it's awesome. And it, it's not possible without people chipping in. Now, could, could you talk me through the nuts and the bolts of the fundraising? Like, you do car washes for your entry fee, is it? Then when you guys travel around in the convoy during the, the, uh, the rally... You stop at you beg your pardon. You stop at specific schools, and you actually <laughs> donate stuff straight, like you donate checks and money straight from the actual rally, don't you? From the coalface. Yeah, so mostly that's right. So yeah, we um, variety supports around forty thousand kids a year outside of the bash. So that's kids that are sick, disabled, disadvantaged, underprivileged, all range of things. Sort of the government helps people in. Most areas, like particularly cancer and stuff like that, there's big funds and that that go to that. But there's a lot of little niche things that, that – and people just get left out because there's – you know, there might be one in a million disease or there might be a community where there's a couple of kids that just um, just are falling through the cracks and there's just nowhere or no one that supports them. And that's where variety really shines. So, yeah, there's 40,000 kids a year that they support outside of that. Then on the bash, we stop at two schools a day. We stop at a school for breakfast in the morning and another school for lunch. The smallest school I've been to was six students in Marrow Creek. You know, there's 300 bashes and 100-odd cars turn up to a school with six students. You know, it's massive. It's a huge fanfare. Um, so much fun. There's heaps of people get dressed up. 
sirens, lights, horns, everything going on there. So it's just awesome. And those schools will provide us with breakfast or lunch. We we pay a cover charge for that. And then um, so those schools feed us. And then prior to that, the bash organisers ask them, you know, some things that they might like educational-wise or sporting-wise or equipment um, for the school. And they'll, they'll put through two or three things or four things, five things, whatever it may be, and then Variety will grant that up to, you know, it's usually between five and $10,000 each school. So on the bash alone, I think we donated around eighty dollars to $100,000 worth of equipment. So that's anything from playground equipment, might be an awning or chairs or computers, tablets, um, all sorts of stuff. Whatever the schools asked for or requested, you know, Variety make a decision. And, and we have supporters of that as well, sometimes – you know, we've had companies like Artline um, come on board and and all sorts of different companies come on board and chip in stuff as well, which is awesome. We, Variety doesn't give out cash. They always give out equipment. Yep. Yeah, so that's been Exactly. Well. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, uh, there's no middleman there. What? Uh, yeah. Who are your sponsors, mate? Would you mind giving them a bit of a shout-out for us, please? Yeah, I've had a few sponsors um, over the years. I've had some local pubs. So the Windsor Castle Hotel used to support um, the maintenance sign shop in maitland here where i live um they support from the start since i've had the car they, they do up signage for me i've had uh, rutherford exhaust center um chip in i've had oh, heaps of moots obviously chip in individually <laughs> um i've yeah. had a few moots um business-wise chip in as well so andy mchenry from yeah, mchenry motors yeah he's uh, he chipped in um he runs a really cool little uh, restoration shop down near Phillip Island. Um, yeah, check him out. He's a bit of a cool surfer dude too. If you have a look at his yeah, private page, you can see, see him on his longboard. And yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. I haven't met him face to face. I will one day, hopefully. Um, who else have we got? Um, so I run a heap of barbecue fundraisers and that as well. We do local shopping centres, um, cupcakes and all that sort of stuff that we get a lot of support from Woolworths. Um, they're a big supporter of variety in general, but they help Car 035 out directly as well. Um, oh, who else have I got? Um, oh, Midnight Restos. Um, yep. Luke, who, you know, I'm a mad boat person as well, so Luke does some cool boat resto stuff. Mm. Um, Barney and, at uh, Barney's yeah, Auto Barney. Craft. He he chipped yeah. in with some design, and also his mate uh, Tammy from Plankman. So them them two guys have been very generous with their time and money. Yes, uh, I got another Harvey is uh, Kane Harvey. He's a local plumber. He um, he basically saw me car up the street, and he's wanted to get on board. He's an EH in a garage himself. Uh, I've got another good mate of mine, Nathan Dark, and his family. They run a, a small family business. Um, buying and selling ski boats as well so they've chipped in some money and um his daughter actually won a little raffle that i was running one time she's nine or ten years old and she won third prize little 75 dollar voucher and as a 10 year old she wanted to donate it back to the other kids which you know those little moments really melt your heart when they see all things happen so i put her name on the car and whenever i've got the car anywhere and she's around you should see her running around pointing to all her little <laughs> friends going look at my name on this car like <laughs> Uh, What's the special needs school that you help out? Oh, we help. Which in particular? You're talking a local one, or there's you, on you, the bash. You, you sent me some stuff about where you you take it down to the uh, the local school with some special needs, and they give you hand yeah. wash it. You're telling me the funny story about the big fella, the, the bigger kid. 
prior to the bash, there's a lady involved in the bash who works in a special needs school. I can't think of the name of it. It might be Newcastle special needs or something like that but it's um yeah it's in newcastle and she organizes um, a car wash down there prior to us heading off on the bash it's sort of the week before yeah we we went down there i think two or maybe three years ago it's another thing that variety does they have um, what they call a sunshine coach it's a, it's a toyota bus of about 20 odd seater and they um they convert that to cart these special needs kids around so there's a wheelchair access in the rear of it um i think varieties geez i should have looked up the numbers i think it's about 120 odd buses they've given out over the years holy um, shit yeah i'll post up a couple of pictures oh. of those too they're a really cool thing and so they got this bus a little two or three months earlier but they had an official handover the day we had this car wash so yeah took my car down there and the kids they all wash them and you know, you get some kids that can't even get out of a wheelchair and then you get others that are, you know, they're heavily autistic or other things like that. You know, to see the joy on their faces puts joy on your own face and you think, geez, you know, if you ever have a crook day, you just think about some of these kids and they don't have a worry in the world. They, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. They absolutely love every minute of their life and, you know, we need to too. And Yeah, I'm trying to think of the story. You're going to have to jog me memory about this kid. I've met so many kids. I've forgotten this particular one. It wasn't exactly a story. You just sent me a text, uh, a photo, and it's at the school, and you can see one of the uh, the children, one of the old, uh, like he must be about a teenager. I think you said he's uh, he's, uh, got Down syndrome, and you're saying he's as straight as a die, just like says it as it is and just really funny, (laughs) just doesn't mince his words and he's a really lovely fella. I remember you specifically telling me this. Yeah, Yeah. I know the picture you're talking about. I'm trying to think what he said to me. Um, Yeah, they are funny. They come out with the most direct things. They have no filter, um, but it's awesome. It's, you know, my type of people. One thing I wanted to definitely talk about, if you want to, if you don't want to, we can edit out. We won't use it. Just say yes or no. But tell us about Brett Abraham. What is your greatest work ute story? <laughs> you don't have to tell. Don't mention any names. You don't have to tell if you don't want to. Oh, no, I can tell it. Uh, we don't have to mention any names. But uh, <laughs> this is another photo I should probably find. Uh, yeah, I, I worked for a company once and I had a company car and... Yeah, I was uh, using it as you do. We had unlimited access. I uh, I was travelling around with a caravan on the back, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> and I was in an unfamiliar area, as you are, when you're on holidays, and I got booked by a speed camera. And, yeah, I was at work at my desk, and the boss is roaming around. We all had similar cars. And uh, the boss is cruising around the office, waving his photo around, asking who's had the caravan got booked by the speed camera. Uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> in an unfamiliar state, uh, unfamiliar area. <laughs> yeah, I might have been in Queensland. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I don't work there anymore. You packed your, pens- packed your pencils up. <laughs> I laughed so much when you told me that story. It just came out slowly and slowly and further and further as you told me. Uh, I remember sitting there when he was asking who it was. I don't know, he must have looked at the regos or whatever. He's going, who was this? Who was this? And I remember looking up there thinking, shit, I know who that is. <laughs> uh, so, of course, uh, you're a, you're a uh, diehard Ford fan. Yes, that comes as a surprise to some people, but people who know me close, yeah, I've always been a Blue Oval man. But, you know, I like any car, and I particularly like 60s Holdens. You know, 
I like all cars. Sorry, can you like say you that? Like can you say that again about the sixties Holden? I just enjoyed that. <laughs> what um, I, you've got a V eight Falcon. Yeah, I've got a V eight Falcon Ute that I've had um, since two thousand and three. Yeah, it sits in a shed at the moment. Uh, well, not quite sits in my shed, sits in my sister's shed until I get mine finished built, which I've uh, almost there. So um yeah, it's a good thing. I've um oh, I've done everything with it. I've Raced it. I've towed it's, ski boats around. I've. It's been in a film clip. It's been in a film clip. It's been in a film clip. Yeah. Tell us the name yeah. of the film clip so people can look it up. Uh, the name of the song is uh, "Window Down," and it's a country music singer. He had a crack at trying to make it, like so many do. Older bloke like you and I, plant mechanic. He was from WA. Got onto me via a FPV owners club that I was in. Wanted a Falcon Ute, so yeah, teed it up, went up to Tamworth, spent day up there making a film clip from sunrise to sunset. It was heaps of fun. It's good to see what they do in behind the scenes, and and yeah, and then he ended up sending that on to Ford Australia, and they sent him up a brand new, oh, it might have been a B BA Mark II or something. They sent that up with his name all splattered up the side of it to use around the country music festival for two weeks. So it was, yeah, Ford obviously enjoyed it as well. So, yeah, I'll, I'll dig that out and see if I can post that to Instagram. I can on Facebook, but I've still got my training wheels on on how to post videos onto uh, Instagram, but I'll, I'm sure Google can help me. You're a former Summonats entrant? Yes. Yeah. I, oh, geez, I've probably been to about 16 or 18 or something Summonatses. Um, used to have an XL Falcon with a 302 and – Stuff in it, very similar to Bruce Howie's, but his is a ute, obviously. Same colour. Um, yeah, so I first entered, I went to Summonats 5 up until, I don't know how long, up into the 20s somewhere. But I entered my first one, I think, was Summonats 8 or 9. Um, yeah, right, cool. Yeah. And there's, I thought you are going to bring up another story that I've told you about Summonats. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't get, I didn't get kicked out, but... <laughs> I, uh, I think it was the third or fourth time I was down there. I was really keen to give the grass events a red-hot go. And as you do, you get a bit excited. And, yeah, I um, thrashed around the grass events. And when I was coming across the finish line, I was completely sideways, foot buried to the floor, ran over the time equipment. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got out. I thought, shit, what have I done here? And then I, um, yeah, I tried to give them a hand patching it up, and they told me to fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> You've done enough. Your work is done. <laughs> yeah, and then there was about a lineup of about a million cars all waiting <laughs> because they couldn't go through. There was no time equipment. So I sort of snuck off around the back and out of there. <laughs> One thing I like about your library, getting back to your library, was what Barney done for us because it's around children, and New South Wales Variety Bash is a very good organisation, so we don't... Um, we had to put moots on there, but it's not really something that I'd say around anyone's children, so it's not something I want anybody else to say around children. So I like yeah. how Barney put it on there. He put mates of original thong slappers. Yeah. No, and that's right. It's, you know, there's room for political correctness, not on our Instagram page, but <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> he, yeah, Barney's been a great help. He's, he's definitely got a talent. He. Absolutely. Some of those things that he's done up is unreal. And, you know, I thank him. Um, and he's also, um, he's going to help me out with some stuff for my ski boat as well. So, yeah, so it doesn't stop, you know, these friends that you meet. 
Yeah, that's, um, he's doing stuff for uh, Red Dirt Pirate. He's doing stuff for, I think, maybe Karen... How do you say her last name? Verois or something it is? How cool is her car? Very I cool. Car. I love yes. her. I love you, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is good. Yeah, yeah. right, right into the castle. Yeah. yeah. That's happened so much. It's like, uh, so just through meeting you through first eBay, then meeting you on Instagram and doing the podcast and stuff, we actually met up. I come and said hello when I was on the way back from Canberra. That's right. Oh, You've been a part of my shed build too. Actually, you helped me move it. That's right. How was that trucky when he just dropped it all in the grass? <laughs> I could have driven a fucking 747 through that gate, the trucky has. It wouldn't fit. <laughs> I know. I wasn't home at the time. I had pink paint marked on the ground where I wanted it. I discussed it over the phone with them. I come home and here's this two-ton shed sitting on the front lawn. Yeah, good job. Well, of course, we, we all love truck drivers. I am a qualified truck driver because I'm a truck mechanic as well, but I don't really work as a truck driver. But... Uh, I've been around, I am a truck mechanic more than a plant mechanic, but these days I work as a plant mechanic. I was telling someone the other day how truck how truck drivers punctuate sentences, how they finish sentences. It's incredible. So they'll come in and say, hey, Bluey, give the brakes a bit of a nip up, mate, and, and give that turntable a squirt. Anyway, I'm going for a shit. <laughs> so it, they, you listen, man, they punctuate every fucking conversation at the end. Anyway, I'm heading for a shit. They go... Right, mate, strip them two trailers down, put that one out underneath it. I don't want it to get wet. Anyway, I'm going for a shit. <laughs> so true. Even yeah. on the two-way on the CB when you hear them pull over in a truck stop. Yeah, just uh, yeah. behind you in the uh, tip-top truck, mate, I'm going to pull it here. Got to do a shit. <laughs> so true, eh? It is so true. What did that guy say when he dropped a shed in the wrong spot? Oh, I've got to go, fellas, i got to do a shit. <laughs> Yeah, I would have liked to shit in his truck. <laughs> oh. oh, that was yeah. So we we dragged the shed into the uh, in, uh, the shed up into your yard, and actually, you were lucky. Uh, I was lucky enough for you to give me a couple of nights accommodation at room one eight six. Yes, that was all a bit random too. You end up you were going to stay here, but then you had to march back to Townsville, and I thought, oh, fair enough. He's got a fair hike, and then uh, yeah, half hour later, you give me a call and you you local to where I ski, and yeah. No, yeah, it was good. Hey. Yeah, it was excellent, man. It was a, they're really good. And like you say, more and more of us are starting to meet up. Um, who's got HQ for you at the moment, the magazine? Um, Bruce? Uh, no, Barney's got Barney, it. yeah, from Barney, Bruce, yeah. This, I'm pretty sure it's this weekend, not last weekend. Yeah, it's this weekend coming. He's meeting up with Adrian, who's behind Donnie the Kingswood, the cool, yes. cool, cool four-door Kingswood, yeah. The so they're going to meet. Yeah, another mutt. Yeah, they're meeting up this weekend, so... That's awesome and something that was unexpected too. I just thought it was going to jump between places in the mailbox. But, no, there's a couple of catch-ups going on and that's good too. And I've caught up with a couple of locals as well because just looking at some of the pictures and that they posted and and some other things, I thought, hang on a minute, these blokes are locals. So I've caught up with um, Birdman. Yep. I've caught up with Dado Mouse. Captain Datsun. Yeah, Matt Nazari. Yep. I'm there. We're going to – we're going to get everybody on. We're going to get all these moots on. What what it is, though, so it could take between four to six weeks after us recording for us to get it out so it's all in order. So today, for instance, to, re- to record this, I, I texted a few people yesterday and said, look, can we do this at lunchtime today? And I got yes, no, yes, no. And you're like, actually, Red, I have got some time tomorrow. So that's why you fit in here. So it's going to be a bit off the cuff like that. It's going to be, oh, you know, I might have... Um, 
I might have Dado uh, Mouse lined up, but then he can't make it on that day, so I'll grab Never Ending Project. And so just please bear with us and have some patience. This is something we really enjoy. I fucking enjoy the shit out of it because I love talking. <laughs> but we'll get yeah. um, we'll get everybody. And and actually, Simon and I are deciding what what to send people as a, as a moot package once you've brought your car on for us. So as, so far, we've got a sticker. So the, my other car is a moot rocket. I want to yeah. put a chocolate cake mix in there so that you can make yourself a fucking chocolate cake <laughs> and maybe some old spice. Nice. And, unless you're one of our female uh, moots and then I don't know what I'll send you. I'll send you the chocolate cake and the sticker, but I don't know what else. Maybe um, what's instead of old spice, maybe some Chanel number five. <laughs> we might have to ask Karen what she'd like. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, we will. Karen, get hold of us and tell us what you like. Um been uh, talking and texting and, and messaging back with uh, Alison Hadfield. Actually, that's been pretty cool. Yeah, that well, that's cool. I saw that. That yeah. is a good book too. I read that. Oh, I must have bought that. It feels like three or four years ago. Has yeah, it been it's that incredi- long? It's an incredible book. It's really well done, and it's it's mandatory reading. We always thought it'd be cool if you had a car club to have a library as well, like just a, a little shipping container, a garage, someone show every car club. And if I was in a car club and I was the president, I had anything to do with it, I'd put it forward and say, look, we need to order, uh, you know, subscribe to three or four magazines per month. And, yep. put it, and, so, and then we've got our library. So it also captures your journal of the of history as well. Like in Karen's book, you could put that in there. And there's probably not somebody that's too bookish. There probably is actually in every car club that could, uh, you know, curate that a little bit. That's just my take on it. Yeah. And if I keep getting kicked out of fucking car clubs, I don't want to give them my books. <laughs> <laughs> I love the best thing about Rod Hadfield was the era when he was doing it, there was nothing off the shelf. No. You had to make it and he made it and then turned it into a business and some of his or all of his cars, unbelievable. They were unbelievable then and they're still unbelievable now. All of them. They are yeah. so good. Like a, a riff chop, I think it was EK or FB van, um, some of the hot rods that he did. That 55. Yeah, nuts in it. Oh, that car was off its head. Yeah. Everything he does. Especially all his stuff with, uh, you know, transmission. Like like, like I said before, he was here before Rex Webster and he's still here now. Yes. Yeah. 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 Awesome stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, they're giving me the wind up out here. It looks like that four. They might have, they almost have got the forklift down bogged, the fucking idiots. <laughs> What's it go with carton rules lately? I feel like a fucking monster trying to enforce them. Oh. They'll only let us get six beers at work, so at the bar at a time. We used to be able to buy cartons. So I said, well, then we've got to limit our fuck ups to little ones. <laughs> <laughs> a six beer fuck up. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> How was that received? They they agree with you? Oh, they're just looking at me like I'm a the boy. Fucking shut up! I'm trying to have fucking smoke out red. I said, "Oh, go and ring someone." Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, what was the story I was going to tell you? How's this? I'll finish. I'm running out of time, but I'll tell you this story quickly. Go. The other day, Shannon Tough Two Five Three rings me and goes, "Hey, Redmond, are you in towns?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Hey, there's a fella selling a car part that I need. Would you be able to shoot over and have a look at it for me?" Yeah, Cobb, no, no problems at all. So I'll shoot over there, and obviously this guy's into cars a little bit. Hey, mate, how you going? Good. I had to have a look at this. Yeah, so I do a bit of inspection on it, and, I, and I, on his side, the thing's good. So I start having a chat with the guy. I said, look, I'm going to recommend that he buys it, but, we'll, yeah, I don't know. So I, re- I get the, onto the footpath and ring Shane. He goes, yeah, mate, pull the trigger. I'll, I'll put the money in your account. Like, right out. So I go back in. So we already agreed on a price because I didn't want to, you know, so what, the price is agreed, but shaking hands, right, I'll get a shoot up to the auto teller. <laughs> I said to the guy, 
Oh, have you seen Shannon's car? The guy that rang you? <laughs> <laughs> you know where this goes, don't you? I'm waiting. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a HSV. And I went, no, he's got another one. He's got a green Escort. <laughs> oh, I said, it's got a blown 253 in it. Oh, really? I said, do you, do you read Street Machine? He goes, yeah. I said, it was that Grimman on the front cover. And he goes, oh, I love that. And boom, straight into it, man. I give him both barrels. I get him pinned up against his fucking garden shed. And then we done a fucking burnout. And Ron, he smacks the tires up. I can't give a signal like that. I snap the fucking door handle. I can't believe it. He's running around on there. Then they give me a fucking beer. And he's just looking at me going, Fuck, man, really? Yeah. And then I went back the next day to pick the gearbox up and his missus, missus was there. I think, fuck, I wonder should I tell her? And you did. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Did you tell that bloke on the push bike? Oh, uh, Graham, fuck yeah, of course I did. <laughs> I told everyone fucking, I love it. <laughs> hey, they, man, they honestly give me the wine up here. I'm going to have to fucking boost it and go and um, yeah, do some dick farming. Right, I'll get, get, get back to work. Thanks for the call, man, and I'll uh, talk to you soon. No worries. I'll dig out a couple of them pictures we discussed, and I'll try and Sweet. post them up. No worries. Cheers. See you, Rob. What a great cause and what a great bloke as well. Brett and his EH have raised so much money for the Variety Foundation to help those kids out. If you want to donate, get in touch with us via Instagram page at The Thong Slappers or do a Google search on Brett Abraham Car 35 and you can sort out a donation directly with him. Hey, if you know someone who you think would be a great Mort Rocket, let us know. Drop us a line, thongslappers at optusnet.com.au or send us a message in that little triangle thing. I was told actually the other day it's a paper plane. Anyway, flick us a message and we'll uh, try and get you on for doing that. Until then, we'll chat to you later. See ya. See ya.